All right. Welcome to another episode of Over Ass presented by The Broke Agent, hosted by myself, Matt Leonetti. Today, we have an extremely special guest. She is a real estate guru, a star of Selling Sunset, Miss Maya Vander. How are you? Hi, I'm so excited. Let me tell you, Matt. First of all, I love the Brooke agent. I love Eric. I know him. I saw him in one of, um, actually, yeah, I showed my client and he was showing his client. So I'm like, oh, he's actually working. Uh, he's actually an agent. But, uh, and we, we, we said we're going to door knock together, but it never happened. Uh, yeah. So I know Eric for a long time. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we really appreciate you coming on. We know you're busy with, you know, everything going on. You've I want to jump right into it here because you became some celebrity so so fast with the show it seemed I mean the show came out in 2019 yeah. and it just it just it's took so, off yeah. so how does that it how does that off. feel It feels amazing let, let me tell you look uh, I I do real estate I've been doing it for 7 years 8 years actually now and the season 1 was you know semi successful but it wasn't a buzz and I think season two and three, uh, people mo- watched it more, obviously, quarantine and, and staying home. I think that helped a lot of the show and it just got us more audience. And um, obviously, personal life stories for some of the characters in the show. Um, it helped. And it, it's great. You know, it's nice to get recognized. I, I don't need it. I don't feed, you know, of it. But it's, it's nice. And uh, as you know, real estate in the show, it looks super easy. But it's not. So I really hope the show will give us some kind of like help and at least for me to elevate more of my business person personally. Right. And I was going to ask that. Have you seen a noticeable change in your business since it's aired? Like, are you seeing that reward now or is it still kind of coming? I think it's still kind of coming. Uh, our show is different than million dollar listing, right? So it's more personal stuff versus all the negotiation and real estate. So I don't know how many leads I'm going to get in the future once we have a more season. Hopefully we do. I do see the leads are, are coming, but also a lot of people are in a way are fans and they can waste your time as well. Unfortunately, it comes with the territory. So I have to uh, sometimes be more mean to people and ask them right from the bat, are you pre-approved? Do you have a pre-approval letter or do you have cash? Like how are you going to buy? Almost too, too direct. But you know, with the show, you just don't know if it's a fan. Or, or someone who's actually want to buy. So right. it comes with the pros and cons. Right. So that must be kind of tricky sometimes, I guess. Because, yeah, just like you said, you know, you think you're getting some awesome lead, just turns out some kind of crazy fan <laughs> and it leads nowhere. Actually, I had recently someone that I thought it was an awesome lead for uh, a very large amount. And I, I just don't know what happened. He ghosted me. Oh, geez. So it happens to the good of to the best of us as well. People ghost me too. And then I'm like, you know what? Maybe it was just a fan, but I learned my lesson. So every, every experience is a lesson learned. Hear that everyone? That's, in, that's inspiring right there. Even Maya Vander gets ghosted. It's not just me. I feel good. I totally get ghosted. <laughs> Honestly, all this stuff that, uh, you know, the broke agent is posting on his IG, I can totally relate. Yeah. Uh, I was posting something recently about trying to sleep when the appraisal doesn't appraise, when the inspection <laughs> report comes. I literally am dealing with an inspection report now that checks all the bed boxes, you know, bed <laughs> roof, bed mold, bed, you know, uh, plumbing. Bed. <laughs> yeah. like... Well, Eric, Eric is uh, awesome at the broke agent. He says hello. 
He's so happy you came on oh, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how long does, um, how much time does it take? Like the seasons, is, is it pretty much all day? Like, does it take all your time while you're filming? When we film, it's intense. Uh, we filmed last year 16 episodes. So that was almost five months of filming. And usually we film Wednesday through Saturday. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, from like, it depends how much they want to show. Let's say, for instance, me. Uh, it can sometimes be full days of filming and it could be three hours, but it's generally it's pretty intense and we have to really be there and show up. So, you know, when I'm in LA doing that, I'm losing business in Miami. And that's the reason I'm trying to expand my group here because I'm only one person, right? So well, yeah, uh, that, that's what I was saying. I can't even believe you're going, you know, you have a real estate business. You're going from LA to Miami. You're on a TV show. You have two kids and a family and I mean, I, how do you, I can't even book a showing and eat lunch at the same time. And you're doing all this stuff. <laughs> how, like, how do you manage and juggle all that? You know, I'm sure I'm not the only obviously working mom. And I, I know some moms are even have more intense job than I do. I do have a tendency to prioritize and, and, and find what's important. Uh, so I think that helps. And I'm very um, consistent with, with, with my action, what I need to get done which clients take priority today, you know? And so I just somehow manage my son, uh, goes to daycare now, part-time daycare, so that helps. We do have part-time nanny for like three days a week, so that helps as well. Uh, and, you know, frankly, my husband now, because of COVID also works from home, so that that is helpful as well. Right. Uh, so we somehow manage, but, you know, I used to take my sons to showing, like when he was like, <laughs> few months old well so, we saw uh, it on the show yeah we saw you on the show in the stroller I'm like, what, what am I gonna do what am I going where am I gonna leave him it's not like a dog you leave there you know and leave <laughs> you have to take them so I used to take him with me but obviously with COVID I'm not exposing them if I no. don't have to and we do right. hire someone so it, it is helpful right so is the end goal to exclusively stay in Miami that's the end goal. I love LA. I used to live in LA 15 years. My husband got a job in Miami, so we relocate. And then uh, the show got picked up. So first season, I was back and forth. Second season, I just had to rent a place. And I think we will get another season. I just, I can't confirm yet because they didn't confirm yet. And with COVID, who knows? But I'll figure out what to do to be somehow part of Selling Sunset just because it's so successful. Yeah. Uh, the end goal is to stay in Miami. Uh, look, if a client calls me tomorrow and wants me to help him, whatever, represent him, I'll make things happen in LA. But because I can, you know, I, I have a couple of, you know, great agents that I can refer to and work together with the client. But I don't want to be all over the place either. I really have to stay focused. And I'm still new in Miami and I'm still trying to build my business in Miami. And I've been selling a lot, but those are more lower prices price point condos I really want to try to branch out to just bigger price point and more, right. more high end right so as I saw in one of your interviews actually you were saying you still do you you'll still take a lease you'll still take four hundred thousand yeah. dollar condos it's not just ultra luxury stuff that you're doing no because you know like I do Zillow I know Eric always makes fun of Zillow but <laughs> Zillow for me in Miami actually work uh, and a lot of the leads are, are condo leads and they're all part-time people who wants to spend $400,000, $500,000 on condos. But I take them um, because I have the capacity to take them, including a lease, because you don't know 
that list will hopefully will buy and represent, you know, want me to represent them. Those small condos, maybe their parents or their cousins or whatever want to buy something bigger. So you just never know. Now, granted, I don't take every client. I also want to make sure those leads are, you know, will be serious and convert to like uh, at least a sell. Right. Uh, here we get paid 3%. So 3% on a $400,000 condo is still, you know, $12,000, $13,000. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So why would I say no to that? Um, I eventually, you know, my goal is to develop my Maya Vander group and have a couple of agents working with me. And then I can pot- potentially just, you know, give them some leads and I don't know, maybe do 50-50 or something and right. try to focus on more expensive homes. But right now I, I do what, what I do to, to make a name for myself here in Florida. That's awesome. I love that. Um, with the the show, because we were just talking about deals, are the deals already, when you are going to film a show, do you have deals, do you have kind of houses and, and clients that you know you're going to use? Like, are those deals done already? Are they actually getting done during the show or are they kind of placed so there? Th- yeah, that's that's a tough part with the show because not everybody are going to buy a house in three months, especially if they yeah. spend five to six million. Sometimes we do have to reshoot, let's say a deal that, you know, I, I closed the development stuff, like, and we closed it, I think a couple of weeks before we had to film it with the client. And it's very hard to bring all the pieces together when we film in those four or five months. Mm-hmm. First season was even harder because we were only there for three months. So sometimes we have to reshoot a deal that happened. Sometimes it happened organically and sell is happening. So it really depends. Right. But it is, I think it is the tough part of the show because you film four months and if someone wants to look for two, three, I mean, I work with buyers sometimes for one year and two years, gosh, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't buy. So, <laughs> you know, the, the, I'm the, the, same. the luck, right? <laughs> I mean, I, in the meantime, I, I moved to Miami, I had two babies, I filmed a show and they still didn't buy. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> but, I mean, let yeah. me tell you, when me and my husband bought the house, we didn't even, we weren't even looking to buy and we like it and we bought it. But I'm like that, I make a decision very quick and I don't change my mind. But most people are very, um, they're hesitant. They're not yeah. sure. So it's, it's hard on us to put everybody together right when we film. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's the challenge with the show. Right, right. That's how my wife and I were too, actually. We, we bought the first thing we saw. The very first one we saw, we bought. So I'm just kind of, if I like it, I go. And uh, I guess well, that's... Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's just the real estate in us, I guess. We just know what we're looking for. <laughs> you know, it's true. And sometimes I tell my client, look, you don't have to look at a million places. If you walk to a place and you feel it and you have a good feeling, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it will take you 10 places, but maybe it will be the second place. So maybe it will be the first place. You just don't know. Right. Um, but I wish all the buyers were like that. So Yeah, I know. I wish they were all like us. But unfortunately, it's not always that easy. But um, yeah. I, so we posted that you were coming on the show. We had a ton of people just freaking out because you're very loved on the show. You're actually my wife's favorite. Uh, uh, yeah, the show the is show. very big in Canada, by the yeah, way. Yeah, huge in Canada. Uh, you're, you're my fa- You're tied with, you and Jason are tied for me, you know? I, uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it was it was so cool to see because I had a bunch of DMs when we said you were coming on and everyone was just like, Oh my God, I love her. She seems so sweet. She seems so down to earth. And I just wanted to, you know, tell you that because on a reality show, that seems like it's very hard to, 
to keep that, you know, look down to earth and seem so nice. And, and uh, I just wanted to tell you that because that's what everyone said. They said, Oh my God, Maya is like the sweetest one. And she seems so incredible. So congratulations. Yeah, on, I uh, guess I'm, uh, I guess. <laughs> thank you. I guess I'm a good actor. huh? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, you know, it's easy because people look at us as a celebrity, but at the end of the day, I do real estate. So I've been, I used to just do show and go and see people and, and I don't see a reason for me to be uh, with my nose, you know, up in the sky because at the end of the day, Selling Sunset is great, but I don't know how many seasons we're going to film. I always call it the five minutes of fame, which I'm lucky to be part of, but I always think staying humble and, and, and just be who you are is just do i mean it's not that difficult so uh, thank you well you do it very well and even i mean just talking to you a bit before the podcast and emailing like you're you really are just that that genuine person so that's awesome to see because i mean there's a lot of big personalities on the show as well um with christine and (laughs) i know and and i was gonna say i'm referring to someone blonde (laughs) i love christine though yeah Is she, is she always that kind of polarizing in your face or is, is it kind of amped up for the show or how does I, that you know no she can be she can be extreme but i think at times she can be very calm and, and look she's sweet and she's extremely smart but i think she's taking advantage of the show and the publicity and um and she's doing the right thing because she's trying to be more i guess into the fashion and other stuff but real estate so for her, you know, to, to put the fashion and all that stuff and potentially, you know, I mean, frankly, if, if it wasn't for Christine, I think our show would be boring. Uh, I wouldn't provide any drama and neither, neither the other girls. I think Christine is very colorful, but uh, I think she is more calm in real life. I do yeah. think so. Well, it definitely adds a great dynamic to the show. I mean, she kind of seems like the fuel to the fire and then she can get everyone else going from what she does. I mean, I really enjoy the show and I think there's parts of it. Yeah. Like you said, it's, you know, it's not always as easy as people make it look, but you know, it's, it's a little more raw in places, which is nice to see. And I think that's why it's caught on so well compared to maybe some of the other uh, real estate shows on, on like TV and stuff. I think that, you know, I think it caught on because it's a little raw. There's like swearing, which I like. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think because time. it's Netflix, right? They, they don't have to censor stuff. I think cables, maybe they have to, the cable need to censor you. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it's a little more cookie cutter where this you can go a little little off the path a bit. So that's nice. I mean, that's that's cool to see. And like I said, I really enjoy it. My wife and during quarantine, it was uh, it was a good watch in 2020. We had two seasons, so that was nice. <laughs> I know. Now I don't know. You know, even if we get picked up for the next season, I have no clue when we're going to film because uh, California is not that great with COVID right now. So oh. who knows? I was going to ask about that. So you haven't, you have no, you haven't talked about a fourth season at all, or filmed anything, or there are guessing about fourth season uh, and speculation. Which look, the show was extremely successful. So I'll, I'll be shocked if we don't get renewed. I think we will. Um, but I think things are up in the air as far as production, at least with our show, you know, and unless they want to shoot, you know, open houses with masks and being safe, I don't know how it's possible to, to do any of that. Right. Uh, sure. Maybe you can get tested all the time. Maybe that's a solution. 
אבל אני אעשה פרודקשן פיגרית אאוט, ואז הם מוכנים, אז אני צריך להגיד מה הם עושים, ואיך הם עושים את זה בין אלה ומיאמי of people ask, and, and we need to know if you can tell us, did uh, Davina ever sell the $75 million house? Sorry to interrupt this incredible episode with me and Maya Vander and not Eric. I'm but, here now though. Yeah, unfortunately. But uh, we have to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by the PLS, a new platform about to take the real estate world by storm. Practically every agent in the country is pissed off with what Zillow and the third-party platforms have done to our industry. I'm pissed off. Yeah, well, it's time to take the power back. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I'm on Team PLS. I don't know about you. I'm on Team PLS. Yeah. I, PLS is like Gryffindor. I'm a Slytherin. So you're Zillow. No. I'm Z- like, I'm Snape. E- I'm secretly good. Okay. I'm turning. I'm helping. I'm secretly helping. The PLS is Gryffindor. I'm Snape, and I'm secretly helping Gryffindor to killing Zillow, which yes. is Voldemort. From the inside Ooh. of Zillow. Yes, exactly. Incredible. Well, that's right. That's amazing. Because you know what? Zillow wants to make agents obsolete. Well, let's make Zillow obsolete. Specto Patronum. Yes. Something like what? that. <laughs> the Harry Potter spell. <laughs> The death spell. A platform who lived. Right. Exactly. To die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Lincoln bio. <laughs> did uh, Davina ever sell the $75 million house? No. <laughs> But I got to tell you, Davina is one of actually my closest friends. And okay. I talk to her all the time. And I know people... Give her a lot of shit because of what she said uh, to Crucial in the last season or just in general. I think the editing wasn't helping um, to Divina because, you know, she's, she's been doing real estate for 15 years. She mm-hmm. has her license, the longest of all of us. She was, doing, she was selling a lot of nice high new developments. So she is a very uh, serious uh, agent. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the show did not show that. And they, you know, show, you know, a listing that was... overpriced uh, from the beginning and was off market, it's very tough to sell a listing off market for 75 million. I mean, sometimes it takes me to sell seven months, $500,000 condo. So imagine like yeah. $75 million house. Like, where do you find those buyers? They're yeah. not like just falling from the sky. I wish. No. Yeah, so no, it didn't sell. And I think Adnan, yeah, it's, but you know, it was a good drama for the show and everybody yeah. like, oh, she didn't sell it. I'm like, you go try and sell a $75 million house. Plus just said, you go oh, try you and see. sell any house, right? That's, I mean, it's it's easy to point fingers until you actually go and, and try and do it. But like you said, they, you know, it's a, it's a storyline at the end of the day and it caused a lot of drama and uh, it was fun to watch and see unfold. I mean, <laughs> I had a good time watching it because look, We don't know what uh, you guys are going to see until kind of like a week before they actually air the show. So we have no clue how they edit things. And when we watch it, I think it's great. And it surprised all of us, the way they put everything together and edit things. So, I mean, watching Adnan, I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy is like, he's, he's scary. He's a scary seller. So <laughs> it's fun to, it's fun to, to watch. And we, we, again, like it's the way they put the editing is just amazing in the show. Yeah, that the must be scary though. You never know how they're going to paint your character that season. 
It's, it is, it is, a, it is a risk because I can roll my eyes on a different comment and then they will use the, the fact that I roll my eyes and put it on a different comment and then I look like a bitch all of a sudden. Yeah. And, and I think they did it a little bit to Davina because she's really not a bitch. She's just direct, but she's not a bitch. Right. Um, and, and frankly, probably to all of us, they, they put some stuff that a con- conversation can easily take out of context and... Um, but you know that's what made Selling Sunset Selling Sunset. Yeah, I mean it's loved by by many now. So, I mean it's yeah. pretty cool. So you said you you are close with Davina. Would you say you're the closest with Davina from the show? Um, I talk to Davina a lot. I do talk to Davina a lot, um, and also professionally, um, she you know she's in real estate. Um, I think more full time. I you know I message Chrishell here and there. I message Heather uh, and Christine as well. I spoke with the man a few times. Uh, I, and I just saw Mary, Jason, and Brad. They were all here in Miami. Um, I actually, I try to stay in touch with all of them, despite the fact that I'm in Miami. I don't mm-hmm. talk to them every day on the phone, but um, enough, you know, engagement with messages and social media. And we are all in a group chat as well, if something happens and we, about whatever, selling sunset, so. Right. You were saying uh, Christine is looking to move more into that fashion uh she she likes the fashion she wants to move more into that kind of space i guess is there anything you're looking to kind of you know leverage off of the show because i know you're into yoga and fitness and things like that are you looking to kind of start something outside of real estate i i am uh it's very early it's not necessarily yoga and fitness potentially look the show uh people laugh oh those girls real estate you know, but the show gave us a huge exposure and a, mm-hmm. a huge opportunity to do other things, whether if it's fashion, whether if it's develop your own product, whether if it's, you know, more clients with real estate, whichever it is. So I am trying to take it to the next level um, with a product, something to potentially for babies and kids because I'm the new mom and all that. So I think that makes more sense for me. I do teach Pilates. It's, I do it for fun. I was just teaching actually today, like a, a client for private. Um, so I love teaching Pilates. I love that stuff. So there are other stuff that I like, and it's my hobby. There are my hobbies besides real estate. Um, so I'm, I'm looking into it, but it's not an easy thing to do and just develop, let's say, a product tomorrow. It takes a lot of like resources and and obviously some kind of like investment. So we shall see. You know, it's very early, and I still want to also do my Maya Vander. You know, I was gonna say my Maya Vander O group, but I mean my Maya Vander group uh, in Miami. So that's potentially recruiting agents. So it's a lot of things that I want to do and accomplish, um, but but we will see. Right, right. Well, that's, I mean, you should take advantage of it, right? You got, like you said, you have this amazing platform now. So, you know, you should try a, different, a couple different ventures and kind of see what happens. I mean, there's obviously different things that you're um, passionate about. So that's, that's super awesome that the show gave you such a, a great platform. How, how did and another thing? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Go ahead. What were you no, going to say? Another thing also give speaking of platform and exposure, you know, looking at all the stuff in the news and people are standing in line for food uh, with COVID. There are so many people that need help. So I am looking into how am I going to get uh, involved in some this sort of charity and, um, you know, use my platform and exposure to actually create more awareness and sense of, uh, you, you know, help people. I mean, so pe- so many people need help. Um, 
and it's, so it's, it's just a lot of things that I'm thinking about. Okay, how, how am I taking selling sunset to to also help people as well? Besides, just you know, donate clothes to Goodwill and and that stuff. Right. Well, that's so nice to hear. I mean, that's I'm glad that someone as as great as you got the platform that you did because you you really want to do some good with it. So it's nice to see, nice to hear. I love that. And um, you you have this platform, but there's tons of people a part of your brokerage. Like there's more people than we see on the show. That's a part of uh, the Oppenheim group. So, right? Not, not a ton, not a ton. Yeah, you have Graham, which is a big YouTube star. He's great. Yeah. Uh, Angelica, Angelica, Eric and Jamie, they're all Jason's assistant. Then you have Peter, he's another agent. And I guess his fiance is an agent at the old group as well. There are a couple, Nicole, she was in the show a couple of times. I think the show was really trying to focus on the girls. Uh, okay. Because I was going to ask, how did, yeah. was it, did you have to audition within the team or did you it was just kind of you wanted to focus on so originally when we filmed the demo it was the original cast and two other girls nicole which is we saw her you know she was mary's friend and i don't know she might do uh, more stuff next if we film another show and another friend uh, another girl my my friend joanna uh joanna left the old group and then nicole decided that she doesn't know if she wants to do tv or not so we, we were like Mary, we were all in there with Jason. We were all licensed with the company. So no auditions. Uh, the only one that joined kind of like last minute was Chriselle and I guess Divina because Divina was brought to Jason to work on the in-house development uh, and established that. And then Chriselle was the last person to, to join the O group, which obviously it worked out perfectly because she is the star of the show. I mean, I would say she and Christine. Yeah. Yeah, and she already had the big, you know, well, you showed it on the show with with everything that went on with with Chriselle and she had the acting career before. Um, so I guess that helped yeah. kind of be, you know, a, a front leading role on the show. Um, just a couple more things here because you're, you know, like I said at the beginning, you've kind of rose the fame real fast. You're still a realtor. I heard that you still door knock. Is that true? So I haven't doorknock well. I haven't doorknock in Miami because generally it's hard and humid here. Uh, but I used to doorknock a lot in LA uh, before the show. Not since the show came out. And I want to do uh, obviously drive around construction site. Um, I think it's great. And if I see someone in the standing in the construction site, I will definitely ask if you know if he's the owner and if they want to sell. I used to go doorknock a lot in LA. Like I want to say at least three days a week, uh, three hours a day for probably good two years, two and a half years. Like literally every neighborhood in LA, I was door knocking. Um, it wasn't as lucrative for me personally. Um, I was, I was, I really wanted to get business and leads from it. So the train is, I'm parking here like to do the, the podcast and the train is going up. Yeah. Um, I, I got a couple of listings, not a lot and, and potentially a representative buyer. It wasn't as lucrative for me. And now with the show, I feel like if I go door Door knock, it's almost like, what is she doing here? So yeah. I did give up the door knocking, uh, unless it's a construction site, which I know something is being developed and it made sense to check what's the status. Is someone going to live in here or are they going to flip in and sell? So that I still do and still in Miami, but door knock house to house, I, gosh, door knocking. I mean, people yelled at me, they cast at me. I mean, it was like, no, uh, but most people were nice too. <laughs> I, 
Well, that's true. I mean, if if you came knocking on my door, I would I'd I'd be like, oh shit, it's Maya Bander from Selling Sunset. I'd be freaking out, calling my wife. You know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't really I wouldn't really you know think of selling my house. I would just probably ask for a selfie. But, I know that's a yeah right. I mean, yeah, I, look, I think for new agent and I always I, I do some Zoom stuff. Look, as a new agent, I didn't have money to spend in marketing, and that's a free way to to put yourself out there. So. It can cost you maybe just to print a flyer with some market data, but if you go and you don't know, can you introduce yourself and you just talk about the neighborhood or whatever neighborhood you pick and, and the comps, it's a free way to meet someone. You don't have to spend tons of money and all you have to spend is time. But you know, this business, you have to hustle. You have to put your work into it. It's not like, oh, boom, and let me put a nice dress and, 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 and sell a house. It just doesn't work that way. And it takes time. It, right. it really takes time. And even for me, sometimes I go two months without closing. I mean, when we filmed the first season of Selling Sunset, I had a very tough year. I barely, I was between LA and Miami. I was focusing on the show. I lost business in both cities. It wasn't as easy. So Yeah, it's always a roller coaster, I'd say. I mean, like oh you my said, gosh. you can go, you can, you know, actually Eric posted about this today. You can have like, you can feel like you're on top of the world for a month and then you don't have a closing for two months then you feel like shit and then you get another big yeah. close. It's just up and down, right? So it is, it is. And, and look, if we would get a dollar for every person who got their license after they watched Selling Sunset, I would probably be a millionaire by now. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> because everybody watched and thinks it's so easy, but in reality it takes time. Like it took me probably good four years in LA, four years until I start to sell more, you know, on, on more consistent base. And then on my 50, we moved to Miami. So now you had to start everything from scratch in Miami. And I'm like, I don't know a, a single person in Miami. Yeah. So when we moved, so it takes time. You have to yeah, be consistent. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I can just imagine it's taken me so long to, you know, grow my name in my market. And now you just, you did that. And then you totally went to a new market. And now, you're, like you said, you're starting from scratch. It, and I mean, by the way, that's why I told my husband, if we relocate again for your job, I'm just going to teach Pilates. I'm not going to get another <laughs> license. Uh, although now with the show, things will change. But you just, I can't just start from scratch in a new city every couple of months. I mean, it takes every couple of years. It just takes years to build business. So. No. If I had to move, I'd already be out. So good on you for keeping. I'd be like, you know, fuck this. I can't. I can't. Uh, yeah. I can't do it. I I just I'd probably teach Pilates. I've never taught Pilates, but maybe I'd go try and teach some Pilates <laughs> or something. But um, that's amazing. I want to leave with this and end with this. If because you know you have inspired a lot of people to get their license, like you said, if you get your license today, I know you're already touching on it a bit. What would be the first thing you do if you got your license today and you're a brand brand new agent? I would do, well, with COVID, unfortunately, things have changed a little bit, right? But I would do, if you do not have money for marketing and online, then I would do just the old school stuff, like open houses to meet people. I would do a lot of networking, just be out and about. Everybody that you talk to, give your business cards, stay in touch with people. But again, it's a process. I highly recommend online marketing, whether if you do Zillow or Realtor.com or whatever. Um, for me, it really, I mean, LA is tough, but Miami for me, it really worked. Um, cause everybody look online these days. So I think online marketing is great as well. Um, and, you know, social media too. Look, my Instagram now is a bit different because obviously with the show, we get different opportunities, but post, you know, don't post only real estate, but post 
you know, your, your personal stuff and then real estate. So always remind people you're doing real estate because people will forget you're in real estate. I mean, Eric posting his broke agent, oh, we forgot you're a realtor, you know, like we bought a house. <laughs> so, and it's true. I mean, so always post and remind people you're in the business. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would say, I mean, I would be posting exactly what you said about social posting, not just your business, but you know, things that can make people relate to you and things that you're passionate about, like, you know, things you're passionate about, things I'm passionate about. And that's how people relate to you off social media. It's a great tool. People will do business with, yeah. And you know, people will do business with people they like and trust. So if they already, let's say, if you have a dog and someone else have a dog, they already feel that you guys are connected because you love dogs. I mean, it's just like, you have to be creative and think about also like your hobbies, like start from, you know, if you like to play golf, like network within your golf club, whatever. If you're in a mom group, it's your mom group. So it's always like a way to meet people. Right. Although now with COVID, I don't know, but they're kind of like in the one thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's meeting. In a lockdown. You can Zoom like us. That's pretty yeah. much the extent of meeting. Um, well, Maya, like I said, we really appreciate you coming on. We know you're super busy. Um, is there any final words, anything you want to promote right now? Uh, we'll be, you know, we'll be pushing this on the broke agent page and everything. You have anything you want to promote a listing, anything like that? I just want to promote, don't forget milking your car from the groceries because your car will stink. And that's what happened to me. <laughs> and I'm sitting in my car now and it smells like terrible milk. Oh, Anyways. I'm, I'm so sorry. That's um, probably my fault. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I went to do groceries a couple of days ago and I forgot that I bought milk and it was in my trunk. And like a couple of days later, I'm like, what is that smell? And it was like a terrible milk like for, that's been sitting here for four days. So that's my, that's what my advice. Okay. All right. Um, we, you yeah. heard it here first. Maya Vander <laughs> says words of wisdom. Don't leave milk in your car, especially in Miami. I know. My <laughs> gosh. No, I have a listing now. It's, it's under contract though, but thank you. It's a $4 million house in the beach. Amazing. And it's, it's under contract, but we still have inspection contingency. So oh, well, fingers good, crossed. Good luck with it all. I'm sure it will go great. Congratulations on, on, on getting that into contract. And again, we really appreciate you coming on. You're, you're super busy and uh, we appreciate you coming on over ask. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me and enjoy, uh, I guess, staying home. I right? safe, stay home safe. Yeah. <laughs>